Hi folks, my name is Girish Bally, the host for Back to Basics, another Back to Basics for another week. Today we're going to be talking about finding the voice. What does that mean? That's more on the health and fitness, health and wellness. That's what we're going to be talking about. And today we have Leslie on the on the call today, on the show today, and we're going to talk about what does it mean for her to find the voice and what does that mean in, in general. So Leslie, how are you? And thanks for coming to Back to Basics. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. And um, I'm looking forward to sharing my story and what that voice that I lost is all about. So let's let's start with that, right? So let's talk about Leslie, who Leslie is first. So can we explain to everyone who Leslie is and and what, what is she doing nowadays? And she's really bringing smile to everyone that I know. So thank please. you. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Leslie's trying to biohack her age. No, I'm only kidding. No, um, <laughs> I'm regressing as I age. I think biologically, I, I feel like I'm 25. Um, chronologically, I'm a little bit older than that, but, um, what I do is, uh, my passion is really getting my voice out the years of education, uh, the years of, of being in corporate in the health and wellness sector, um, and providing information and tools for people to, uh, kind of reset their GPS, yeah. uh, creating that optimal health, uh, mm. performance in the workplace and at home but I am a board certified functional nutrition and lifestyle practitioner. Mm. And I'm a Reiki practitioner, which is pretty cool because I kind of incorporate that into my practice when I'm working with people, I'm very in tune and intuitive. Mm. I know some of us, we call it that woo woo kind of uh, mentality, but mm. it's something that I've always tapped into. You know, I could just pick up on people and I don't see colors and all of that kind of stuff, but I, I just can, feel the, the waters with people and where they're coming from. Um, and also I'm just really uh, passionate in giving back to the community sure. with the community and um, helping, um, you know, groups and organizations um, and people that um, just need those tools and to kind of re uh, repurpose and uh, reset their uh, lifestyle modalities mm -hmm. and public speaking. And that's something that I'm passionate about as a podcaster and also speaking in corporate and uh, in the private and public sector. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you, Leslie. And then we're going to go to the detail as to what you do and other other things also. And we'll go in detail on that. But before we do that, and thank you for the introduction of who Leslie is and why Leslie is, why don't we tell people what does Leslie mean when it comes to back to basics? What does that mean to you? That means really just getting back to who I really am, peeling off the layers of, of life, of, you know, events that um, took place that have um, created the woman that I am today. Um, and that's really what Back to Basics means to me. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you again. And thank you again for coming on the show. Uh, definitely an honor for, uh, for, for me, for sure. Now, let me ask you this. The website that you have is called West Functional Training. Now, where did that name come, come from? Because I'm pretty sure there must be some thought process coming to that, right? Yeah. Well, it's actually East-West Functional Training. That's right. And it's taking Eastern and Western um, ways of health and wellness, mental health, physical health, 
um, grounding with Mother Earth, getting back to eating whole foods. Um, but on the other end of it, uh, incorporating, um, you know, um, innovative technology, uh, because that's, that's the next new realm. The new generation is the new generation, really. Um, and actually the Gen Zs are really passionate about getting back to eating healthier, getting back to saving planet Earth, Mother Earth, mm-hmm. and also fascinated with technology and and what um, how it's catapulting us to the next level in health and wellness, sort of like I was just a real Trekkie as a little girl. Mm. Things that they're doing today um, are actually um, uh, gadgets and gizmos that they had when I used to watch it as a little girl in the 70s. Mm. Um, so it's pretty amazing what's happening in our world and in our environment. And that's what I try to put into practice when I create um, packages for people. And um, so I'm, I'm sort of like in that balancing in, in the midway zone of embracing both aspects of technology, futuristic ways of, of healing us, and also getting back to um, herbs and getting back to family and different modalities like that. Mm. Yeah, thank you. Thank you again. And it seems like you've always thought going back to basics when when it comes to the east and west thought process back in the days instead of today's time it do you think COVID kind of helped you towards that or do you think this was way before that and this is how you were thinking way before this um it, you know what it, it, it wasn't until i started um just uh hovering in different rooms in in clubhouse and really just kind of reevaluating and analyzing myself um, when people would speak, you know, where, where is, what is my why? What, where did this passion come from? Why is it that I'm so passionate about just being outdoors, um, living and eating a healthy lifestyle and, and also raising my children in that manner? And it comes from the elements of, of having a, a grandmother who was uh, emigrated here to this country and was um, a farmer, you know, she grew, she was raised on a farm in Italy. And when she came to this country, um, she just taught me the, um, the values of, of gathering with family tradition, those dishes, you know, that she would make. And I'd walk into her house and smell those aromas. Um, and I wanted to continue that. And also her showing me how to um, have a vegetable garden and respecting the animals and our surroundings. Um, and that's where I gained that appreciation as a little girl. That's where it started. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you again, uh, Leslie, for, for all that, you know, on the nutrition side of things, when did that start? Because it seems like we've been eating a lot of processed food now. Were you always part of the processed food and thought that's bad for you? And then you went back or were you just continuing on doing organic stuff? Well, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, and that stems from the foundation of as a, as a child. Um, my parents both um, were from Italy and my father was from um, Poland. And they always had fresh fruit on the table. My mother always cooked and prepared. Um, and it was a treat to have like soda for, you know, when we had parties or birthday parties. Um, not that they were strict and said no ice cream, no junk food. But I really wasn't raised in that environment. Um, and it was always cooking 
prepping family gatherings and helping out my my aunts and my my grandmother, you know, making ravioli around the, a big table and and the time that we had quality time to talk and and just reminisce. Mm -hmm. um, and that that is something that we really as a culture and society here in the U.S. have lost. Mm -hmm. And I think we really need to get back to that. We need to get back to basics, right? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you again. And I think if I'm not mistaken, uh, people can uh, tell me if I'm wrong, but I think Italians, it's all about hardcore natural food and they make it fresh. Am I right or am I wrong in that? Well, if you read, you know, for example, I'm really into reading and statistics and everything, but there is uh, several books, I think it was Michael Pollan, um, The Blue Zone, and they talk about, you know, really healthy diets. And the one was the Mediterranean diet. And it was all about the olive oil and and eating, um, you know, legumes and and grains and just really eating super healthy. Mm. And that was really um, what I kind of brought to uh, the table when I started having children. And thank God, you know, they uh, they all have, you know, 22, 20 and 15. They're all like, Ma, you know, you, you had a, a method to your madness and you never uh, denied us of anything. Um, you know, we'd get ice cream and whatnot, but we realized that, you know, uh, I feel good when I eat healthy. So mm. that's what it really comes down to. Yeah. Yeah. Leslie, thank you. Thank you again for, for that. You know, there has been other episodes that I have talked about wreckiness. I call it wreckiness because that's just a cool thing to say nowadays. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so there are other episodes that I've talked about what is wreckiness and what, what does it do and why does it benefit us in many many different ways right so we're not going to get into the detail of that whoever wants to listen to that they can go to my other podcast and listen to that yeah. but let me ask you this from a uh, a consumer point of view from because obviously that's where you first started right and then you decided you wanted to be a, a practitioner so what is your thought process there was it really peaceful for you that you said i wanted to help other people on top of that uh, that was another, um, you know, moment in my life when I was 22 and I lost my father to a massive heart attack. He mm -hmm. was golfing. He was an avid golfer. He was, you know, a strong man. He was healthy. But the, the, the bottom line was he was smoking packs of cigarettes and uh, he knew that was his vice. And, and, and he had some pre-existing heart conditions. Mm -hmm. um, and so you know, here I was graduating college and um, I was following the footsteps of my father in the textile industry. And he was very well respected uh, man in the industry, had several patents on machinery, would come and lecture at his alma mater. And my world, my vision was just around him. Um, and I, I just felt like, you know, where am I today without him? You know, 22. Um, and that's when I realized uh, the, the foundation of just, wow, you know what? I'm not going to sweat the small stuff, but I know at the end of the day, I want to live as healthy as I can. I want to continue exercising, continue sports, because I want to live well beyond his years of 62 when he passed. Yeah, yeah. Leslie, thank you. Thank you again. And sorry for your loss. I know it's been a long time, but still hurts, still hurts for sure. So let me ask you this. Why is it that we tend to find some answers after when someone passes away? Do you think that we were so bonded that we are just lost and now we need to find another track? What are your thoughts on that part? Yeah, that's an interesting question. Um, I, 
I don't know if I would have been as passionate. Um, and maybe at, at 22, you take your life for granted in the sense that you think you're invincible. Mm. But that was gone. You know, that was that was taken away from me. And I, I look at it as a positive because I'm very I'm an optimist and I don't um, I don't play the victim role as poor me. I got back on my feet and I I knew that there was there was a lot more out there for me and that I really feel that my father is like my guiding light. And I really feel that um, he gave not only do I have the gift from above, whatever it is, to have that voice that I love to speak into and be like a vessel to help other people mm -hmm. to empower them. Um, so yeah, I, I just think the circumstances and things that you go through in life make you more resilient. Hmm. For me, that was definitely the case. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you again, Leslie. You know, it's going to be the toughest question that I'm going to ask you. And it's, I, I don't know if it is an easy answer for you, but are you happy now? Am I happy? I, I, I was just sharing with you before we went on today yes. um, that I was um, at my oldest son's graduation at University of Alabama. Hmm. And, you know, you tend to sometimes live vicariously through your children. And that it just brought me back to that energy of when you're ready to conquer the world, you graduate college and you're, you're ready to prove yourself. And, and I feel that way now in midlife. And I just feel like I found that new passion on such another level, because now we can do this virtually. We wouldn't have never met if it wasn't for social media through Clubhouse. And I, I have connected with so many people that all of the tools that I have brought together in my bag now, I can use and people want to hear me and they want to hear what I have to share to help others. Yeah, thank you. Thank you again. Do you, do you actually think that you found your inner voice? I mean, that's the title of the show today, isn't it? Finding your voice. So what are, what are your thoughts? Did you, did you find their voice? You know, uh, I'll just give a little quick overview on that. Um, I think, um, well, I know that I definitely lost my voice for a bit when I lost my father mm. to kind of, you know, uh, get back on my feet. Um, and then uh, I think also it was, I was very grateful that I was able to raise my three boys but sometimes you lose that voice when you're helicoptering around children, when you did have a career, and then you take off your hat while your significant other or your spouse continues to move through the processes and procedures of, of evolving and growing. And um, I just felt like I lost that. Hmm. And, and it was through communicating and working with horses that I found my voice to empower me again. Um, but I feel at this point, on a higher level, um, it's just doors that are opening up. So I set the tone, the foundation, working with horses. I am an avid equestrian, and um, I have this amazing bond with animals, too. And I think it's because I'm very tuned into people and animals mm -hmm. and just very grounded. Um, so I think um, I, I just feel the best ever physically, mentally eating healthy. And when you feel good about yourself and you have that self-love that follows through to just trying to live optimally and um, embracing life. Yeah. Yeah. Leslie, thank you. Thank you again for answering that question. I know it was not an easy answer for you uh, because all the stuff I, I've, I've known you offline, obviously. Yes. And, and, and uh, all the stories that I've heard about you is very tough. Uh, so thank you again for being here and thank you for supporting me and thank you 
for being who you are, Leslie. But before you leave today on Back to Basics, do you have any last words on Back to Basics uh, listeners and viewers? And what is Leslie for the next five more years? Love that. I, I would say to anybody, you never want to ref- go back and look back in life and say, you know what, what if, if I could have, what have, should have, you know, step out of your comfort zone, take that leap of faith and, and try something that maybe, you know, it's like getting on a tricycle. Mm-hmm. Eventually you'll, those, those wheels will come off and then you'll be getting better and just growing and evolving. Um, and um, yeah, that's really what my passion is. Just follow your heart, follow that inner voice and um, got one life to live. So you might as well go for it. Yeah. yeah. Leslie, thank you again for, for coming here and thank you again for supporting the show and supporting all the stuff that I do. And I'm supporting you. You are such an awesome person to interact with. And I'm pretty sure we'll be collaborating more on other projects. This is just not, this is just the beginning really. So thank you again, Leslie, for, for coming on the show. Thank you. This has been such a pleasure and it's, it's wonderful to, to meet you through Clubhouse and just have these great friendships um, off of uh, social media too, to connect with everybody. So yeah, yeah. yeah, great to support this. Absolutely. Leslie, thank you again for- Okay. So guys, we spoke with Leslie today and we talked about the basics of finding the inner voice. Yes, it is definitely tough for her, but she found the voice and she's happy. She's really damn happy, I'll tell you that. Now, as usual, as always, there is a quote of the day from Back to Basics, and hopefully everyone will enjoy that. Healing is a matter of time, but it is sometimes also a matter of opportunity. And that's what she did, didn't she? She found the opportunity and she's making people happy day by day and week by week and month by month. She's doing this every day and she's happy. Now, as usual, as always, what do we always say at the end of the episode? Everything in life goes back to basics, and that's what we did today, guys. Guys, take care. God bless, and I will see you next time on Back to Basics. Keep on supporting all the shows, comment, rate, all the stuff. And guys, there are three things in every episode, including this one, is a hit for me, which is the content, the guest, and definitely the host. Guys, take care. God bless, and I will see you next time on Back to Basics. Next week's episode on back to basics it's a catch-22 then it increases again right so what are your thoughts on that part well i think if you have lots of people have a number of different kinds of debt so you might have mortgage debt you might have credit card debt yeah. you might have car loans all these things so one of the things that i talk about in cash flow cookbook is you want to set up a little debt schedule just a simple sheet of paper a spreadsheet whatever what are all of these debts and what's the interest rate that you're paying on all of them so Mortgages tend to be among the lowest interest rate debt. And here in the U.S., for most people, they're tax deductible. So you you don't really want to be in a big hurry to pay those off. On the other hand,